Hey, welcome everybody to podcast number 77, I guess. 76 <laughs> was kind of more of a watch these idiots poll, but uh, <laughs> we didn't actually make an audio podcast out of that one, but we're happy to be back and have some great guests on and some good information for everybody. How's that? Um, so we have our regular podcasters, Tim and Dexter Wiseman, Daryl Bradley, the interviewer, as he is known. Uh, apparently he bowls once in a while if people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, we want to shout out our Patreon again this week. So I'll bring up the patrons for that are currently supporting us. Once again, you can go to 5pin Universe, or sorry, you can go to patreon.com slash 5pin Universe and become a patron of our uh, our little podcast and videos for as little as $2 a month or as much as $25 a month. And you can cancel at any time. Or start at any time, Tim. Hey, I noticed that there was a Sir Chris McKnight or something. Sir, yeah. Chris, yeah. Sir Chris McCreet. He's uh, he's our star employee. Like uh, legit, is like legit. Is he knighted as a Sir? Yeah, he uh, he purchased. Yeah. Uh, he is a resident of um, of Sealand. Not a resident. Sorry, he is. Uh, yeah, he has citizenship in Sealand, and yes. He is a sir. He now puts it on all of his things. He gets all the packages <laughs> delivered as sir. I in love fact, it. he has a flag delivered to the bowling alley today, and he's currently trying to find it. Because I want to see some proof next time, next show, sir. We got to see some proof of this, sir. <laughs> Perfect. He's got the certificate posted behind the counter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All yeah. right. Once again, this week's episode is brought to you by All Star Bowling, and we're going to run their commercial, and then we'll bring in our special guest of the week. Fans don't know these two. Um, as our poster stated, we do. We might have the better Weber on this podcast, and uh, uh, his better half is uh, probably the best person we know in uh, the bowling world. Hello. It's the Webers. Hi. Hey. Yes. Hey Welcome. Welcome aboard. Thanks, guys. Scraping the bottom of the barrel to get us in here, eh? <laughs> Must had some people decline. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, Rich. You, you were the yeah. first one we wanted to call in podcast oh, yeah. number one. It's <laughs> rough. Love it. Wow. Welcome. You guys excited? Are you ready for a little banter back and forth? What? Uh, how are we feeling? Ready, ready to get right into it? Okay. Oh, for sure. We got you guys. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Let's do it. Ready? We'll, we got we'll questions. Work, we'll work your way through it, hey? Okay. First thing, first thing I want to ask, though, is... Stacy, you're MRG. What are all these acronyms and stuff <laughs> you put on there? I don't know some of these things. What what's MRG stand for? MRG stands for my Richie guy because Rich always called me MSG for my Stacy girl. Oh. So I should tell you guys how we met first, actually. Yeah, let's yeah, 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 let's oh, yeah. About no, this. It was back in two two thousand one. We're both in the <laughs> city trials, right? And we're at, right. I think we're at Chinook. No, we were at Fairview. 
No, 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 no. The one time at Chinook, she looked at from afar and her. She said her world slowed down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, actually, she was like Adam. Adam Weber has an older brother. Yeah, that's what she that. said. She had no idea. Yeah, that's how we met on the lanes twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a Calgary bowling couple. I like it. Well, yeah. well Chris, it's surprising though. I mean, seeing your bio and all this success you had in, in your youth bowling days, I'm surprised that Stacy didn't know you before. Oh. Partially <laughs> because he's just a little tiny bit older than me. <laughs> we never ever would have made a team or maybe even a YBC division together. Yeah. You could have <laughs> heard a shot from like the other end of uh, like Chinook though. You could be on lane one and you can hear him put the ball down hey. on lane 32. Hey. My mom said I threw a smooth ball. She still says that. <laughs> she says it's the butter shot. Yeah. It's, it's the butter shot. Yeah. Yeah, you get it get Why, it out there, Rich. Does it drop once in a while? Sometimes no, it slips. Not, never. Never. Yeah. Big sweeping, yeah. Flow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Scott Barper joined us right from the beginning tonight. No workout tonight, really? Kyle? Newlywed show. Yeah, the newlywed show. Here we go. Uh, but before, we'll get into the full interview and full, you know, ask you a bunch of questions. Just, you know, curious what's happening these days for you guys. Obviously, COVID and uh, changes the world down there. What's happening for you, Rich? Uh, my job is still going full. We're still getting full paychecks, but it's really slow. We're tied to the oil and gas quite a bit. So when that slowed down, we were slow enough before COVID. Yeah, and now it's like almost a dead stop, pretty much. But it'll rebound once the world figures itself out. I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. Stacey, obviously, things have changed. Um, you know, a lot of people out there know that Stacy is proprietor at Toppler Lane. So how things have obviously changed a whole bunch for you here recently. Yeah. Well. Uh, right now, our max capacity is twenty people, so that's making it a little bit more difficult to. Uh, not want to stay open, but try and make it any kind of profit, right? Like, I mean, you have to get all 20 of those people in there too all the time. So, um, you know, it's hard when we're being told quite often just to stay home and kind of, you know, be safe, right? So a lot of people don't even know, I think, that bowling centers are even open across yeah. the board, right? Or, uh, you know, so it's, you know, we're not closed, which is nice, but, but it's kind of, uh, you know, crappy the way it is right now too right yeah we've had this conversation quite a bit with us too and you know they kept us open just enough that yeah. uh that i mean that we're we're, for, we're forced to be open we have to try to make some sort of profit but in yeah. reality we would have been better if they would have just you know shut us down because then we'd yeah. get 90 percent rent subsidy rather than 65 percent rent subsidy but they kept us open just enough that they don't have to give us an extra 25 percent uh, how do you try to make profit with 25%, right? And that's if you're at full 25%, right? Totally. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Yes. That's gone. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, uh, there's the next burning question is I think we, we need to make sure that we have alliances chosen here. What sort of, what NFL fans are you? Who are you represent? Yeah. Raiders. Yeah. Raiders. Yeah. You're with Tamar. This year, were you not a were you not a 49ers fan first? For me? No. Um, yeah. No. I, I used to 
I used to switch a lot of teams based on who was kind of playing good. So I've been like a, <laughs> I've been a Saints, a Ravens. I was an Eagles fan for a while, and that didn't go very well. So I've been a, I've been a Raiders for about three years. Typical now. Raiders. Sure there's, a name, there's a name for that. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you didn't say you're a Steelers fan. Right. I'm a Colts fan. That's I won't be a Raiders fan or a Packers fan. Or Dexter, I don't know if you are a football fan. I don't even know. Uh, he cheers for the shitty Dolphins. Hey, oh, wow. Okay, okay. I'm seven and four this <laughs> year, people. Still seven behind. and four. <laughs> yeah. Why, why a Colts fan, Stacey? Um, well, because very weird. Years ago, Rich said, you got to pick a team, even though he didn't pick a team. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was watching. Uh, I think I was actually at the bar with Aaron Arndt. And the Colts game was on, and I think they went to the coach, and coach at the time was Tony Dungy, and I really liked how yeah, he like yeah. conducted himself. So that's why I picked the Colts was because of Tony Dungy. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I yeah, did not. I didn't even know who Peyton Manning was. Let's like that's how naive yeah. I was to football. Right. Dungy was amazing. Yeah. He was an absolutely fantastic coach. <laughs> yes, totally. Daryl Daryl's a big Manning fan, so that that makes yeah. sense, right? So, but so Daryl hopped ship from Colts yeah. to Broncos, and now I don't even know what team he is yeah. now. Yeah, I'm Steelers, man. I'm I'm, I'm on Roethlisberger train. Oh, oh, oh. Ra- Ra- yeah. yeah, good job, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually not much of an NFL fan, but you're right, Tim. I, so I'm a lot like Rich too. I would hop around from yeah, on Peyton Manning. That was the only reason why I started watching NFL, right? Yeah, no, no, Peyton Manning was phenomenal. I always loved him. That was yeah. before my time. Who's Manning? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Eli? No. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Eli. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not oh, that. Adam. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Adam will yeah. be coming from the case you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we get too far, let's chat a little bit of an update, uh, guys, on the, on the pro team league. Um, there's been a little bit of chatter, obviously, with our within the, the groups and the, the compares and the, you know schedules. So, Carrie, you want to give us an update on where we're at with the the pro team league? What's happening there? Yeah, so uh, obviously, with Alberta's new COVID rules, um, we can't even gather as teams anymore. So everything's been postponed a little bit, but that gives us a lot more time to figure out the logistics and everything. And we have a full twelve teams registered. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start with eight. Never mind. We're gonna start with ten. Yeah. Ah, screw it. We're gonna go to twelve. Yeah, and <laughs> and there's there's still a couple teams that kind of wanted in, but we we pulled the plug on expanding. Um, we'll leave that for an expansion year or something like that. But um, it's been really good. Good conversations going on. Um, obviously trying to bang out all the rules and how rosters are gonna fill out and all that good stuff. And I think there's a lot of good talk in it. Um, it's gonna be interesting how it all works out. I guess. I'm I'm interested to see um, if managers and stuff like that will actually come into play by the polls and if we have a double swap and stuff like that. I, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, that, that was the latest, you know, little bit of changes here recently was we went from six players to a seven player, uh, but still only having six players on, um, you know, on, on, on the roster that day. And now today we're talking about going to seven players, which is, you know, good discussion for teams to be, you know, talking about. Then you go back to the traditional or the, the older mixed open format where you were able to make two pulls. 
Um, so yeah, it's good conversation. You know, I, I know my team's having some conversation about it and seem to be open to that idea. And if you can't field seven and you can only field six, that's fine. But to have cool. the option isn't a, isn't a bad thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it brings a different dynamic into it too, where all of a sudden you could have a double swap in a match and it changes the whole atmosphere of it. Even yeah. like the, the sub, the one player substitution makes a big difference. I imagine too. So yeah. um, that'll be sure. pretty interesting. Um, Scotty, you're asking about Manitoba. Unfortunately, there isn't a Manitoba team registered. There's uh, a few out of Ontario, BC, um, even Saskatchewan has a team registered, and the rest are all all across Alberta. So, yeah, I think the thinking there was that, um, of course, Manitoba was in a complete shutdown, and and nobody's yeah. even allowed. And whereas, obviously, here we're going to have some challenges with the groups and the and, and that not so. It's gonna be tough, Stacy. How about you guys down there? Obviously, you guys have uh, a bit of a team for the, you know, for the pro team. How Ooh. how are things shaping up there? People are excited to play and get something going. I'd like to note, uh, not a full roster. They just have a registered team. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. It's a big conversation on our team. We tabled it. We had to table it because we we didn't. Uh, uh, we, like it'd be better to talk in person about it because there's a few different opinions, which I laughed when I saw the seven thing because I would be, you know, God, we're having a hard time adding one more, add two more. Oh my God! But it was it was like the mixed team at the Open about we twenty played years ago. We played on just seven yeah. a two pole team, right? Yeah. Rich and I played together yeah. on a team like that, but a lot of dynamics when you can have two poles, that's for sure. Yeah, and that's yeah, kind of the I reason think, why I'd like to see that. I mean, that's something that we don't yeah. do anymore. I never got to play that format ever, and I think that that'd be at least it'd be something unique, right? We don't have anything like that at all in Canada, so I, I I'd be for me personally, I'd be for it. Yeah, but uh, continue. <laughs> it's my right. I think from like uh, being a manager of this team, it it puts a whole different, uh, maybe sometimes a headache into it. <laughs> But having to make two pulls, right? Like, yep. so, but having been there and bold in it, I think it's a really good thing. I, I think, like, we, it was great. Uh, it it was worked fun. well. Yeah. Like, uh, it was uh, harder on the coach for sure, but. Can you, but, can you, I'll, I'll, can you, I'll give you $50 if you pull Derek home first. <laughs> just because just, just I know he's a team player. So, can you pull him first? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing, Derek. I promise. <laughs> So Robert, I, uh, that, I sort of that think is in discussion in the pro league uh, chat. You should uh, scroll through it and find out, and <laughs> that's for a discussion in the team. Um, we're, we're we're at the same point. Like we we actually honestly, uh, I know Carrie's giving you a hard time. We haven't filled out our roster yet, or we don't even have a manager yet either. You're right, Adam. You're right, Adam. Ultimate team player, but <laughs> but uh, um, don't you guys have Adam on your team, Tim? Yeah, we do. We, we actually we we thought I'll, I'll give you sixty with... bucks if you pull Adam. <laughs> that, we don't, we don't have a manager yet. Because um, our our team's all about money, so we would pull Adam. <laughs> but uh, but we, we're 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 trying to find another lady, right? And uh, it, it's trying to it's it's a tough. You're trying to find the right mix with the right player, um, and obviously. Um, we, their talents there, but you try, try to find the right person, the right in the right gel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the hardest part with anything with the right team, right? So, um, yeah. back back to your point, Stacy, about it being more of a headache for the manager. Um, I think it's great because having the two poles oh. kind of makes you it, it makes you a really big part of that team. 
right? It's not just like, you know, okay, all right, the obvious one pull. You've got two pulls. That really oh, makes the manager well, a major part of that team. I, I mean, don't you think, though? If I, I mean, like all of the people on the team. Obviously, the manager and the coach are going to If you don't pull them. I think most <laughs> players know when they're going to get pulled. You know, you yeah, have an idea. Yes. And I think at this level, the quality of teams that we have, there's going to be a consensus and there's going to be maybe, you know, a little bit of an agreement, um, you know, I mean, maybe the, the full pressure and full decision, if you leave it completely up to the, the coach or the manager, um, you know, go for it. But I, I'm not sure if all teams will be like that. I think there'll be some a little bit of discussion going Absolutely. on, pre-game, yeah. understanding what, what like, hey, if I'm in the third frame and you're like this, we're making a pull. Absolutely, make a pull. And we'll, you guys are going to know. So, uh, yeah, there's some pressure, but it's also it's all about the team, right, to make yeah. sure that everybody's in it together. It'll be interesting. I It'd be, it'd be, yeah, it'd be kind of cool because, I, I mean, like the managers are not really actually the, the certified level two coaches either, right? So, yeah. um, they're they're more like your your guys that you guys bowl with too, right? So it's yeah. a little bit little bit different. You guys have been in the pit with each other for a while, um, and that's the other thing we haven't. We our team hasn't had that. We don't have a manager yet either. So, um, yeah, we we haven't found that that mix yet, right? I so. think I think that makes an interest or interesting dynamic till the schedule is figured out and stuff like that. Like uh, yeah. Toppler's team is obviously still um, deciding on who they're going to ask to be on the team and stuff like that. There's a lot of teams out there that are in the same position. There's a few filled out, but there's a lot of a lot of teams yeah. still looking for that that key player to be on their team and who's going to be a good fit and a good team player. And I I think that that's going to give the manager a lot to do. And it should, the manager should be a part of the team. Um, yeah, instead of just standing in the back. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it should be a lot of fun. Huh? Brings it. How many weeks is it going over carry? Uh, there'll be 16 shows before playoffs. We don't know how many weeks that's going to run. That'll be part of the scheduling situation and stuff like that. But okay. so what we're, we're talking about is, potentially not even having 16 weeks. I mean, if we ran from January until end of April, it's not looking like we'll be starting in January based on restrictions. So we might be reaching out to teams that have them submit um, unavailable dates for set on Sunday mornings from January until June, right? Um, it might be a little bit tricky, but at least that way, you know, we can build a schedule and some weekends you might have to have two on uh Two, two segments or two things running. The idea is that there's three matches on every game day. Um, so there'll be a, definitely a lot of logistics to be handling from a scheduling standpoint. As far as the logos and the design and stuff, just to update people there, I know that from our office, Mark has been working with all the teams uh, and getting a little bit of feedback on the, the logos and the team names. Uh, we have a list of all the team names right now. Um, but we're not announcing them to everybody and not really sharing all the team names. There's a little bit of surprise to it. So when that comes out here, we're likely looking at, a, you know, before Christmas. Obviously, it's a lot of work to design things and make it right. Um, and Mark's talking with them all on on what, you know, shirts you want to have for the look and sizes and stuff like that. So we'll have a little bit more on that side here in the next couple of weeks. Just exciting, right? Yeah, and I think um, we kind of discussed it here last week or two weeks ago the unveiling of the team names and stuff, I think yeah. will be while we uh, draw where they fit in the schedule, right? Like team one yeah. will be playing on week one. So this is, I think that'll be an interesting show aspect that we're going to add to it. We'll do a little production for that. And yeah. I'm excited to see all the logos and everything like that. So 
So we're good on pro team there, League. Obviously, um, I want to touch quickly on some another idea that Dexter and I had when we, we were at the, the lanes yesterday filming something. Um, I went on Sunday nights uh, on my own. That's my typical League night. And nobody was there. And I was able to play eight games in an hour, 45 minutes, right? Shot what I shot. But it got me thinking, why can't we have a drop-in eight-game tournament? And could you you know, proprietors would need to make some money. So say it's a hundred dollars and $40 to the proprietor, $60 to prize money, right? We run it under a five pin universe banner. Anybody can bowl at any bowling center, right? Just like the pro team league, you're confident in your lane and you're, you're good. We'll compile all the scores over the course of a month. And at the end of that month, then we'll do, you know, you have a cut line, right? And then we'll try to film maybe a bracket system. Um, do you think that you'd have interest down in Calgary for something like that? Guys to drop in, you got two hour window, pardon me, on a Monday night or a Wednesday night or a Saturday or a Sunday night, um, yeah. just to try to sell some, some lanes. I, I think that goes, uh, really easy. I, I think it goes pretty easy for paradise and for toppler. Uh, I, I think should probably do okay too. I don't know about the other bowling center, but, uh, I don't see why I think people are dying to get back. Right. I, I think yeah. it's, it's, and it's not just your, like for, for us at Toppler, like our Monday night league, right? Like it's my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night league bowlers too right now that are just looking to get back and, and calling all the time. Right. So I, I don't think you'd have a problem with it. Yeah. So, so you can play at any center. I mean, so we talked, I would bowl a shift at Sherwood Park. I'd bowl a shift at Bonnie Dune, right. In the month of December. Right. I mean, you can bowl multiple shifts as many shifts as sure. you want. You need to call to the, the bowling alley. You need to book, yep. you know, an eight, a two hour window. That's your time limit. So sorry, Weber, if you don't get your time, your math, <laughs> and your eight minutes, you only get a six game score. What, what, which, what, which Weber? You got two on yeah. here. So, right. <laughs> it's you not know. me. I don't bowl. Yeah. Obviously, you know, good comment there, Adam. That is the worry, but it's the same conversation that we're having with the protein league. If you're exactly. not confident in your league's house or in your 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 team's house, then why are you putting a team in the pro league? Um, you know what the you know what the cut line is, you know. So if you know the cut's going to be twenty two hundred, well, go shoot at twenty two hundred, right? Mm -hmm. If if the cut's looking lower than that, it's two thousand. The the trouble is we don't know how many entries we would get across the country. Um, so where do you set the cut line at and how many do you do 32 people? Do you do 16 for now? Cause you might only get 50 entries. Um, I don't know. I think that for our guys on a Sunday night, we'd probably fill every lane. So you'd have eight guys that would come and play at a seven o'clock on a Sunday night. And, and you, well, there's eight entries. Yeah. So Great idea for, for the bowling alleys too, to get yeah. that extra lineage in, right? Yeah. 40 bucks per person, right? For eight games of bowling. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a great idea. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, awesome. really, and I don't think, I mean, I think that's pretty easy maybe for Carrie to do the stats and do some more work, <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's pretty simple and it brings everybody back again, right? It kind of gives us something to run off while right. we are We're not adapting. WCBT events, so yeah. um, it's got to be under something different, but it's, you know, it's an idea, like you said, get people back and playing. Yeah, yeah. That, that people that, want to. That compiling the the stats that's an easy that's an easy it's portion. Easy it's, yeah. it's figuring out um, logistically, like logistically like, like Carol like said, Carol the, the twenty five percent cut line or something like that, right? It's getting that all worked out. Would you have uh -huh. to bowl at a sanctioned house? 
uh, what do you mean by sanction, Matt? Like 16-inch centers or like... <laughs> no, no. If it's a sanction house, that's supposed to be see out the window. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't bowl in your backyard, Matt. <laughs> like, this, this isn't a C5 sanctioned event, right? This is, this is something during COVID times and stuff like that. Obviously, the lanes have to be reasonably fair like i would assume you'd want them to be sanctioned but obviously we know there's quite a few centers in bc that don't have that um situation but obviously if if everybody feels it's fair i don't see why not you know yeah. you have to have a, a committee or a rules committee on somehow back checking dex talked about this the other day well what about you know somebody going to a computer and just changing their their score to a strike every frame you know and uh, if that comes into question you the, the all of these computer software next you said it better the other day uh yeah i mean steltronic our printouts will at least put an underline on each of them pro score will give a check mark you know stuff you like should, that you should you just print out yeah. Score, right? yeah yeah, yeah. so mine just the correction exactly so, so let us know yeah. when you guys are going and then do your scores and then send us a picture of your scores immediately after right yeah I th I think too um, we would have to set it up, and the the houses themselves would have to be like the ones that apply for the tournament. They'd be like, okay, Toppler Bowl wants to be a part of it. Paradise. It wouldn't be the bowler just going to a random house, a four lane house in the middle of nowhere. I think that house would have to be the representative, and then they would be submitting the people's scores. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of coordination with the with the house and the proprietor, right? A little bit of onus on them too. We're allowing players to play for money um yeah. yeah you're totally right you can't just set up some pins in your backyard and go and throw and knock them down and my kid can say way to go dad right it's yeah. not like we have a whole lot of other things on our plates right now we, we might have just a little bit of time to to be able to do something you know, like that. and it looks like we've got good feedback in the in the in the chat um thanks everybody victor good comment about based on number of entries how do you you know the this is the count and, and that stuff so Maybe that's something that will work out here in the next little bit. And then it gives us a reason for us bowlers to give back to the bowling centers for the month of December. Um, you know, you set a final mm -hmm. weekend date and we try to do some live streaming and some commentating and some bracket systems. So, um, you know, great comment. Uh, Hauka, you know, bringing up scratch and POA. Honestly, my opinion right first, no thanks. This is a scratch-only event. Um, I don't want to get mixed into a POA. I, I, I can appreciate appealing to all the people. There are other events right now, I believe, that are, you know, in conjunction. Tim, you could speak to that, too. The Bowl Alberta has the singles. and singles. That going. The, the, P, the POA, the problem is, too, how can you follow that on, on uh, live stream, right? And that, that's a big thing, too, right? So um we we have the same problem at masters nationals that's just it's just be too difficult right so um i think i think the singles and scratch you want to promote that i think that's probably the best option for what we're looking at for now okay but, well good yeah. stuff good good feedback um thanks everybody for chirping in yeah lenny and your four four lane center um <laughs> lenny you you can play there sorry my bad my bad it, 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 um, it, no, it doesn't, he, doesn't have internet though. drive he could come and see us in Sherwood. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like uh, Adam Weber's yeah. comment there. Could you imagine the scores in the basement, Rich? <laughs> so that's a great segue there, Rich. Let's, uh, let's, oh, wow. let's wow. start with you, bud. Where did your bowling start? You're, you know, a long time ago, you're bowling in the basement, a uh, little family history. Tell us about Rich Weber's start in bowling as a, as a young youth. 
Yeah, well, I was probably, I'd say right around 1980, and I started at Chinook Bowling Alley. Oh, yeah. Way back in the day, but but right around that, or a little bit after that, uh, Adam and I and my brother Dave, we used to bowl downstairs, so Adam would always do the pin setting, <laughs> would have like those carpets that had stripes on it, so on the back of a ping pong table, we used like some red electrical tape and made like a score sheet, so we had chalk and we were doing all that, and Adam was just setting pins like... <laughs> That hour after hour, so yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that helped him become a better bowler as well, and he. I think he's even passed me now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned your brother, uh, David. I, I hear yeah. there's rumor saying that he he was the best out of all three of you as a as a youth. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. Through YBC, he was yeah. I got to go to three nationals during YBC, and it was pretty much riding his coattails. I was on the team, but. You know, you had your one or two good bowlers, and then I just kind of rode along there, and yeah. But so we did get it. You went to some YBC nationals. Do you remember some of those? I mean, that's you're dating yourself a bit here, but uh, do you remember some of those youth events? I do. I do. 1982 was the first one. So, <laughs> wow. who was born there? I think yeah. maybe I Bradley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then, and then in '87, I actually, Tim, what year were you born? 87 yeah hey fun fun fact rich i was born in 87 too thanks for asking <laughs> oh no 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 not i actually i want to go there so while you guys were flipping a coin to see who was going to be brought into the earth you know i was i got a gold medal in, in 87 junior boys <laughs> junior boys 1987 gold medal and champ. then in 90 and then in 91 we got a bronze and and that's dad paul was coaching us neat kind of neat yeah wow. yeah there, there's, there's, there's a lust. See, Stacy, and you didn't know who Rich Weber was until yeah, I, well, well, she was barely born, Bradley, yeah. in '82. <laughs> I, I wasn't bowling, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, let's 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 go with your start, then, Stacy. How did you get your start in, in youth and way back in the day into bowling? Uh, I don't, I don't, I blew so many centers. I started at Centennial, I think, uh, when I was just for like little. I don't know what it was called, <laughs> called like. Jets or something then. And then I moved to Claiborne and I made one YBC Nationals in 95. And then moved to Toppler. So, so, that's it. That's it. We want that's it. That's that's your I don't have any good stories. <laughs> From YBC days, not yeah. Yeah. Oh, YBC. Well, none that I could tell like on this podcast. Oh yeah, you this no, no. is they're, we're fine. They're, this is Anything. a safe place. Yeah. It's okay. No, Michaela's it's a safe place. Michaela's sitting right beside me. She's like, oh, oh I want to hear these stories. I told, I told a story a couple of weeks ago. I made pee in a bed in a bag. <laughs> like, how bad could your story be? <laughs> what? You what? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to relive it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what? so that's that's all my YBC. I don't have a lot of YBC stories. You don't have YBC stories. So where did you finish your YBC? So when did you start bowling a Toppler? Uh, we bought it in '95 because this is our 25th year this year. So nice. I, I did like a YBC Nationals out of Claiborne and then moved to Toppler the following year. Right. Claiborne, uh, yeah, because I think I've seen pick. Was it you and Derek Holm that bowled together? Yes. Claiborne, yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember yeah. seeing that picture pop up. Derek with hair. I found a new one yesterday. I was looking through some bowling pictures and uh, found a new one of Derek with hair. Wow. Yeah. 
I'm not going to Yesterday, Trevor DeForest used to play with him too. Really? I don't think yeah. I have Trevor in the pictures, but I'll have to look at. Yeah, Trevor used to play with him. Good old graphic. I feel like he awesome. went after after yeah. I left. Your days, Rich, as a YBC. What's that? Anybody still playing from your days as YBC or you know younger? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Any of them still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just, just one, I think. Just me. I, I might be the last one around. <laughs> just the one. That's the only one that matters. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else that's still bowling, really. That bowl YBC with you? Yeah, that's still bowling. Like Byron Taylor, but I don't think he's still bowling. Sean Smith? Is Sean still bowling? But he was kind of, he was like a year or two older. He's like in Dave's age. Yeah, so, yeah, I think everyone's everyone's done. Everyone's packed it in. There you go. So now I did have, we'll, we'll, have a neat story about about Kerry, though. We were talking, Stacy and I, the other day. Wasn't it back at Collingwood, Kerry? Do you remember that? We were on, like, a mixed team. We were bowling against Central, and we had a leadoff, Alyssa Madsen. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so Kerry was lead off and Alyssa was lead off and she just slaughtered him three or four straight times, right? Yeah, so I, I walked by Kerry. I'm like, matches. hey, Kerry. Yeah, I, I, I go, Kerry, I don't think we're going to start Allie and lead off this, this game. And he's like, really? I was like, no, I'm just kidding. She's going lead off. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Darby Crest walking by and he's like, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great week with Darby. That was a good one. Yeah, that was awesome, yeah. <laughs> what um what leagues would you guys be playing down there now if you're if obviously leagues were allowed well we bowl well i'm not bowling right now because i'm injured but we bowl monday nights together actually for the first time ever yeah just a toppler that's it that's a match play league there now right it is. well not this well, year but usually. every other year you've oh, you modified the league this year even even pre-covid well because you can't move around is that why no, we just didn't want um, – You didn't. they didn't think it would be fair for somebody to be playing match play that was on 9 and 10 beside the people playing, like, a, a versus 11 and 12. So we just went right to, like, uh, Peterson points instead of match play points. Right. Got to, everybody's got to adjust, right, for, for different different leagues. It, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, there's Jennifer's team this – won the first third going away. They didn't even have to bowl the last week. Um, so it made a bit of a difference that way versus match play points. But I think people, well, Rich really likes it. Yeah, I like the, the team totals. I, I do like the match play as well, but it's kind of neat just to watch a team total and then put that team total against everyone else, right? Kind of makes it feel more like a, a team environment, I think. Yeah. Right. Now, who's, who's playing in that league uh, on Monday nights if you would have it? Um, like Kevin, Derek, Grace, Jennifer, Pam, the Christiansons, all of them. Yeah. Our whole entire family, you know, Rich, Michaela, Michaela's brother. <laughs> uh, I had to do it. Uh, like, I don't know. There's a lot. Most people. There, there's tons of boulders. Melinda, Annette. Yeah. Whole, I don't know. Holdsworth. Yeah, lots. Oh, good. It's a good league. It's a really good league. It's been there. It's been there forever. I think yeah. that I've played on Monday nights for like twenty six years in a row or more. Yeah. Right. Nice. 
Yeah. Um, there you got that. Yep. We got a little. Uh, we got a little surprise for you. <laughs> oh God! Might have a little surprise for you. You know, oh, you know wow. digging in your treasure chest and trying to find some old photos. You did not. We brought in a couple of uh, guests, so we're we're starting off with you know Bev Magnus. If yeah. she might have some old time stories, reached out to Bev and she says, "I've known Stacy Rich for a few years." So. You didn't turn down this opportunity to come down and say say hello. Wow, Bev, what do you remember about Stace? I mean, some of the some of the old days, early <laughs> open days, masters. What do be some you probably can't share on on this? You're right, McK Remember Michaela sitting right there beside her. Yeah, yeah, right here. So YBC, we may not have gone to nationals, but we did have lots of hot tub parties at my house before our YBC banquets. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one year who bootlegged who bootlegged for us step i don't know i just I remember brad wilson was like hugging the kitchen garbage can in the basement in my oh. mom's chair it was a good party i don't really remember those parties ybc days you say bev these are ybc yeah yes work yeah yeah and, and then you played a couple of opens uh together in, in calgary yeah i think uh <clears throat> i think the one thing about stacy that's amazing is you know you need the shot and she's gonna be like the calm cool collective one behind you you can go do it even though she's stressed out to the max <laughs> hoping that you do it <laughs> but yeah no my i think one of my um my favorite memories we uh went to surrey and we made it to the finals against those tri-county women love them to pieces and we lost and stacy's like let's go outside so we go outside and we end up sitting at this bus stop and we were just going to catch the next bus and just go <laughs> who cares about the banquet let's get on the bus and just go <laughs> somewhere in surrey wasn't yeah, sure where but we were going yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't Do know. She's recommend. my best friend. We, I've known her for like what thirty yeah. years. Don't you guys have a nickname too for each other? Or, or a <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, Stev. Yes, Stev. Stev. What is Stev? That's right. Oh, Stacy and Bev. Oh my Steph. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <obvious. laughs> you all get it. Yeah, that's I, it. I, I, I was. Thinking way too hard for these. <laughs> wow. You don't have to think that hard. Dumber down or not. Yeah. 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 Well, Bob, yeah. anything else? I mean, you guys, uh, you know, a few years. Um, any and good stories? What about Richie? I remember, what did you know about Rich? When's the first time you met him and played? You guys ever played in a team together? Uh, Rich and I have never been on a team together. Yes, we were. Bev. Yes, you were. When? I was there with Tracy Smith and Lloyd uh, Minister. Right. Oh man! Clearly, it was wow. a good team. Yeah. Best year of my life. <laughs> You're right. That was Lloyd Minster. Yeah, it was Lloyd. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of them you guys do. <laughs> yeah. 
that's awesome. Lloyd Mintz, there's not when Derek Holm won singles. Well, uh, with with you as his coach, the controversy was that uh, against Wilton. Yeah. Why was the controversy? What was the controversy? How about that in Calgary? What was the controversy there? No, con how could you go out of your zone? <laughs> <laughs> it's singles. Yeah, uh, yeah. Were you guys all mad at him when he originally? It was, but then it was mad, like, best pick ever. <laughs> I don't think that it was. I don't think anybody was mad. I just no, thought. No. It, I think it was more like it was unprecedented. And it hadn't really happened before. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Obviously, it was the right. It was the right pick, obviously, right, Daryl? Well, we we talked about KFC chicken fries and uh, best fast food there was. I wasn't going to tell him about bowling. We we're just going to talk, man. That's all he wanted to talk about. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad um, Rich, to have you. I think, to, I think yeah. so. I think I met Rich when I moved back to Calgary because I'd moved away for four years, and I think I met Rich in 2002. I'd say right around 2002, because 2001, we, I think it was 2002, yeah. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's he makes nice. me laugh. Any nicknames no, for Rich? Like, can we, can we make a nickname there? No. I no. guess we could. Nah. No. 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 <laughs> no. When it comes to mind is bitch, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that one. Oh, I guess. calls him Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, Richard. Do you, do you like that? Do you like being called Richard? I actually I don't mind. When I was growing up, I didn't want to be called Richie because I thought it was too much of a kid. So then I just went to Rich, and that's been like the last. You want to know the fun fact about Rich oh, and, no. and his name? Oh no. He didn't like to be called Richie because Rich's middle name is well, this is. is Erich, or it's Eric, right, in German. Yes. So it is actually Richie Rich Weber. If you put it together, it is Richie Rich, yeah. Yeah. That's the fun yeah. fact. There you go. Well, that's going to stick. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's way fun. Yeah. That's going to stick. <laughs> well, Bev, you in, uh, just let's ask you quickly. You, you, I mean, obviously, COVID, so we're not bowling a lot. Are you, you bowling? You're throwing some balls uh, in, in the league that Monday night? What's happening with you quickly? Um, we haven't played Monday night in like what three or four weeks. I play at Paradise in their cash league over there with Mark Miller, and I was playing Wednesdays too. And yeah, no, it sucks not bowling because yeah, it does. It just sucks. Well, maybe they're... I just make her work at the bowling alley instead. Yeah, yeah, so I still get my little bit of bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, well, now you can walk two hours off and go and throw an eight gamer after. That's true. Right. It's true. I got a 20 key. I can, let, I can let everybody in. I've got a key. I can let you in. <laughs> <laughs> We're traveling to Calgary. Let's go. Fantastic. Road, road trip. I pin you. Yeah. Well, Bev, thanks for joining us. I know yeah. you uh, a lot of fond memories of, of these two. And, and like you said, you and Stacey have known each other for a long time. And yeah. you, know, you, you made a comment to me. You can finish off with that if you want. Um, Which one was that? On, <laughs> you know, about just the, the, you know, Stacey and kids and mom and that stuff. Yeah, so I think I think Stacy, she's a great mom, she's a great wife, she is uh, a best friend, but she doesn't give herself enough credit, and I can't wait to see her get back on the lanes and actually compete again, because <laughs> she's so much better than she thinks she is. Talk to this chicken wing right here and make it better. No. I, know, I know, I miss it, I miss it. I didn't say uh, that out loud. 
Well, maybe someday you can, you can get back involved again too. Yeah. Well, thanks. You could, do, you could no. just play like Rich and drop the ball on the foul line all the time. That's, that's hey, pretty much what it's like. Everyone, so. everyone has their own style, right? Yeah, there's a reason she's not balling, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford it. I got to fix my lanes all the time. That's why the foul lights don't work at top uh, layers. Dropping it. Yeah. Luckily, lucky they don't have a foul line guard, eh? Imagine if that little raised part right there. Remember, it was like that at Quebec, and you hit it so often. You sure was. Oh, and, and you oh yeah. At, at Annick, was it? Annick? Yeah. yeah. Annick, yeah. That's a little launch Annick, pad yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, Mikhail was bowling, so we decided just to rent a couple of games. We're just going to go and have fun and bowl. And the first one, I, I laid down more than usual, and it and it and it nicked the, the lane guard. And I said, "Oh, that's not good." And then I threw the next one, and it like hit the lane guard. And I said, "I'm done. I, I'm the five bucks is gone. I don't care." But I was afraid I was going to like damage the place badly, so I stopped bowling. <laughs> three frames in, I said, "No, I'm out." Yeah. It was it was about three frames, but I don't think it was about damage. You were so embarrassed. Well, yeah, well, that a bit too, I guess. Hold on. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Bev. Too bad. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Bev. Appreciate you. it later. Want to wow. skip along here a little bit to a yeah, smooth. Thanks, Adam. Part. You're right. Yeah. That's what you already said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> must be chunky. It must be chunky. <laughs> yeah. Steve Cummings dropped her. Um, something that we did yesterday. I want to show a bit of a video here. Um, we've been talking a lot lately about adjustments and making changes and throwing from different lines. Um, so yesterday, Dex uh, threw some balls and just sort of, you know, we'll do a few more of these videos coming up, but basically just asked him, can you throw a couple of balls on all seven arrows? Um, and he'll talk his way through here, just five minutes, everybody, just sort of some of the different adjustments and some of the thoughts that was going and 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 as you're playing these all these different lines. I know it's... Um, you know, daunting at times to play many different lines, but it can be done. And five minutes here, you threw how many balls, Dex? Uh, 30. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we talk, we talk about making adjustments all the time, and, and some of these are pretty extreme. But, um, you know, Carrie and I have done this kind of stuff in league sometimes too where, you know, he cops out and he's like, I'm going to play the outsides because that's way easier. And then I have to play the inside lines. But, uh I played all se all seven arrows as a line, uh, just to show what that kind of looks like and some of the uh, some of the things you have to deal with. Me throwing back up over the far right arrow, I have to throw that right over top of the right gutter. For me, lift is the most inconsistent thing that I have. Uh, so doing that, I am absolutely required to make sure that I get the ball out. Otherwise, that's going straight in the ditch. Um, it is also different. So like me playing on lane 12 here, playing the right-hand side, uh, way easier for me to do uh, than it would be for me to play on lane 13, playing that far right far right arrow. Just because the backup, the ball returns in the way, you got to try to find a way to create that angle. And in order to create that angle on the right-hand lane, you've either got to change rotations or walk wrong and fundamentally throw the ball wrong. You know, walk right through the ball across your body and try to create that angle. So, well, um, you you and Tim always have a drift to the left, though. Like you, you don't actually walk straight; you drift in, right? Well, no, I would I wouldn't really say that. It, so, me playing, oh, okay. me playing, no. Just Are let you me looking talk. at the same video I am? 
<laughs> yes, because this is this is fundamentally what you should be doing. Technically, you should always be walking at your target, right? So I'm walking, I'm walking left because I'm playing the right-hand side of the lane. As I move into the middle of the lane, then I start walking straighter towards my target, right? Same thing with the left-hand side. I should be walking towards into the middle, moving right. But, um, yeah, if you see in the middle, I'll walk way, way straighter. But Which playing the right-hand side, I technically should be moving to the left because my target is left of me, right? Okay. Which pocket are you trying to hit? I'm not trying to hit a pocket. Okay, so make sure <laughs> tell our viewers that, please. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, uh, long term, like I'm never really sitting there trying to uh, hit a specific pocket. Uh, like I said at the start, for me, my biggest inconsistency is uh, lift for sure. So what I generally try to do is. Uh, is find a line where if I put the ball down, it's going to move into the right-hand side. And if I get the ball out and lift it, then it'll be on the left-hand side. So I'm just trying to give myself the biggest room for error. And that's kind of where like the, the playing of different lines has really been a major benefit to me is that um, I can move around and try to find out which line is going to give me the most room for error. So if I hit thick on the right and that, sh that shot still goes as a strike, or a thick left and that shot still goes as a strike, that's kind of what I'm looking for, where, as opposed to, you know, uh, throwing it up the middle and then getting burnt through on corners or stuff like that, um, or, you know, power chops or things along those lines. I'm trying to find a line that will mitigate most of that so that I, I, I can just kind of freewheel and, you know, not to worry too much about my lift. Now, see, these are pretty drastic changes. I mean, would there be a couple of them that you feel much more comfortable with? Totally. So, I mean, me shooting for, you know, third arrow from the left is a pretty common line that I'll go to, um, or somewhere between the second arrow on the left and the third arrow on the left. Playing the second arrow is getting really outside and along that ball return. Uh, first arrow, first arrow requires quite a bit of change. Uh, it, it requires me actually reducing my ball speed and increasing my my uh, rotation. So uh, kind of fundamentally not the greatest shot, but, you know, if you're desperate times, call for desperate measures. So uh, we've played some pretty silly things before in our time. Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely looks more comfortable in a couple of them. Obviously, the, this, this one here, I think once you get to the far outside, just looks weird. Um, you know, the big cut over just gave me the willies even watching as you were <laughs> kind of bowling. Like this doesn't, this really doesn't look right. Uh, yeah. And even to create that extra rotation, I have to kind of throw the ball a little bit across my body just to create a ton of like side spin on it. Yeah. There, like that's a ugly mm. shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it moves like, you know, 15 boards into the middle. Yeah. You, you but, never really want to play that, but you know you never know yeah. when you're going to have to do something drastic. Yeah, but fun exercise for us to to do. And I mean, again, you're throwing at a pretty rapid race rate here of of you know ball after ball after ball. But you know, wondering what other people do in their warm up uh, when they're playing. Are they playing a lot of different lines uh, and doing different things, or what? Uh, or are you really just trying to lock in on that same line? Rich, Stacy, what do you guys do when you're playing? Are you like you know, maybe, you know, shift a board or two, or are you trying to find the line that's working that night, or are you pretty sticking to the same line that you're going to go with? Go ahead. Do you want to go? 
<laughs> I think probably we have the same answer. Because I we, we're pretty stubborn, we I think. I, know, really I never really adjust myself, yeah. but. I might move just a little bit, like to, just, but I, I'm not like you guys in the oil patterns or how much oil's on the lane, right? I just, I, I think Rich has it in my head. So I guess our adjustment or Rich's adjustment for sure is something to do with mathematics and percentages. Yeah, I, for me, I've always thought of it kind of like a numbers game. So I've, let's say you get a strike half the time, right? So in my mind, if, if you go three or four opens in a row, you're probably due to get your balance back, right? So it's a, it's a weird way to think, right? <laughs> so you get, you're all about the law of averages. Yeah, three or four without a strike, you're probably due to get one, right? right but are, you, are, you, are you talking about hitting the middle, though, or are you talking about miss, like, yeah. in general, or just if you're hitting the middle? I'm just talking about basically hitting the middle and getting a strike, right? Okay, because yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you could be zero for three on the middle and be like, "Well, you know, right. like, I can have a chance for a strike here." I mean, yeah. law of averages, I get a strike here. Yeah, then then you could do a little adjustment. A lot of people do a lot of adjustments, right? But yeah, no, I, 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 I I figure you've started from the same point so many times and thrown so many strikes in your yeah. life or career yeah. that to make a drastic move is more to to change your mind frame up more than the physical part of it, right? So, so you all career pretty much. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. I, I don't move. I, I'll stay the same line the whole time. But that's what a field bowler does more yeah. than a spot bowler, right? I think it's a difference between a spot bowler and a field bowler. Like being a field bowler, mm -hmm. it's it's almost harder to adjust, right? Like then you're throwing off all of like your your balance and your equilibrium almost, right? Where mm -hmm. you just try to try and stay with it. And usually, you know, your adjustment I, or my typical adjustment would just be in my hands or maybe one or two boards on the on the ground, but not not drastic movements because then I feel like I might just fall over at the <laughs> line, right? Like, are you guys are you guys all spot bowlers? All yeah. four of you are field bowlers or a bit of both? Uh, I I'm a I'm a field bowler and I'm like a spot bowler. I guess yeah, both. Right? A bit of both. <laughs> yeah, but I but but I do make adjustments. As in, <laughs> yeah, Kerry, you're right. <laughs> But you're, uh, but I do make adjustments as in like uh, I'll see how things are. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. But I, but I'll, I'll do. I'll make adjustments as like uh, if I, I play at a house that's a little bit more oily, and uh, that moves straighter, I'll, I'll make a more of an adjustment down the middle or whatnot. Um, then if I'm playing at a house that's drier, I'll, I'll play more down the side or more of an angle. Yeah. Um, so I'll do make that adjustment. Um, do you guys did you guys make an adjustment pre toppler with oil or and black bases or did you guys make an adjustment afterwards? <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> Dude, I don't do that stuff at toppler. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a whole shit ton of oil on the lanes right now. That's what I know. Yeah. Okay. Ask Derek. <laughs> <laughs> he complains about it all the time. I know, but scores are huge now, so. Of course, I have to say. Did you guys have the new bases at Toppler? Yes. You did? Just this year? Yeah. Nope, last year. Oh, last year. Okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah. So to uh, answer your question, Rich, so yeah. I'm, I'm a field bowler during practice. So if mm -hmm. I find something that feels good, then I will concentrate on where the ball is going, and then I will spot shoot for the, the actual games. Wow. Really? That's cool. Huh. Wow. For me, um, I'm I'm a field bowler. Um, I'm trying though lately to become a lot more analytical and look at the game in different ways. 
um, you know, age, body, you know, conditions of the lane, watching these guys that are bowling the, the high games and what they're doing. Um, uh, I'm just, you know, trying to learn more of the technical side, um, trying to make the adjustment over from, you know, feel to spot in a way, but still, but still have a feel. So it's neat. The, the game, I mean, I mean, the game is, is different now um, on the lane conditions than it ever was, you know, five years, 10 years ago, right? The wood lanes that have been sanded, you know, multiple times. Um, it's completely different than the, the synthetics with the, with the bases, right? I mean, the, the pin action, everything's a little bit different. So trying to advance and trying to learn a little bit more it has been fun. So I'm kind of a combination of both. Um, I haven't in 10 years, so I have a target. Uh, and I'll pick a line, and I'll, I'll and normally I'll play the right-hand side to start with, um, and then move move lines if things aren't working or I'm not getting the pin splash I want or things like that. Then I'll I'll make those arrow changes or those line changes. And that doesn't mean, like, if there's, if there's you know, problems with, you know, your ball moving too much or, or not enough, then I'll move small changes in between a board to the right, board to the left, those typical things. But I really watch pin splashes in my practice to – find which line I want to play. Um, but that being said, I am a spot bowler and a field bowler. I have a target and somewhere in about like the third step or so, um, I no longer watch it. <laughs> it's, it's a guide to put my body in place. And then I, I, I use it to, you know, follow that line. And, uh, and then the rest of it is like just little triggers throughout my approach. Um, so I do have a target um but yeah somewhere around the third step i i'll i'll never see it go over the target and if i do watch it go over the target it's a guaranteed punch every time so i had a i had a long talk with uh everybody knows blair tuck and blair is very smart i i, I give him this one a long time and he's very analytical and uh we had like a, about 10 years ago blair said how often do you throw the same ball twice right and, and realistically or the, the probability of you throwing the same ball twice and and i was like well it's 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 there, but not really there. It's it's very mis, uh, minuscule, right? And um, it just, that's why I like. It's just a matter of uh, that's where I hitting that one specific board or mark over and over and over, like Gino does. I mean, or some certain people. It it, it takes it quite a skill, right? Um, a, a spot bowl, a spot where you where you can have a, an error and. And you can hit both sides, and if you finish your shot, I think that's honestly that's the way to go. A lot of people do that, and 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 that's where we, I think that's where my success have come from for a long time. Well, that, yeah. I think that's the great thing about five pin bowling is mm -hmm. fingers on the ball can give you a bunch of different reactions at the other other end of sixty feet, right? Yeah. But um, for people learning and stuff, it's a lot easier to hit a target that's twenty feet away for than sure. sixty yeah. feet away, right? So yeah. I think a good learning mechanism is to learn how to spot bowl first, and then as you progress, maybe a feel becomes part of your the way you play. But um, spot bowling is definitely a good mechanism to learn. Mm -hmm. Now I like the, some of the comments here. Um, Dan in the in the chat room talking about his lanes and his his late lane center. So it'll be interesting to chat with him more at some point about where he's. Is anybody? Unfortunately, I don't know where Dan is, is from. Uh, thanks for the comments there. You know, it's you know, talking about different oil patterns and oil line. Um, you know, it's a totally technical side and, and stuff like that. It's cool. Thanks for joining. Yeah, Southern BC. Southern BC, right on. Awesome. 
Um, we got another uh, guest ready to join, um, Stacy and Rich. They're going to come in and say hello to you. It's somebody that uh, you've 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 known for a little while too. Um, let's. Which is a lot of people. Yeah, even it's even her birthday today, so she's skipping yeah. out on putting the kids to bed. Oh, maybe not. Happy birthday, Mark! You get to put the kids to bed, right? Happy birthday, Marcus! Oh, look, they don't—they don't have clothes again. Yeah. Graham has clothes on. He's just not this time. And let's uh, let's ask you: When's the first time that you can remember these two? Stacy and Rich. I mean, obviously going back a few years, but what can you remember about, uh, I mean, way back? Oh my God. I probably would have to say it would have been about five. Stacy would have been about five, maybe. Oh, maybe even longer. I don't Why know. Rich? Four or five? Yeah, four or five. Rich would have probably been, let's say about 25. <laughs> Nine. So we'll put Rich at that many more years. Possibly. Yeah. He would have yeah. maybe been 15 here, Rich. Somewhere in there, yeah. Getting there. Did you play YBC together at the same house? No. No. I was Chinook. I actually Stacy and I played out of Centennial before she yeah. moved to Claiborne. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where was Centennial Lanes? I don't remember. In Huntington, at the top of the hill. Huntington Hill. Yeah. It's Bowling Depot now, right? Like yeah. Yeah, I, I I hand scored a perfect game at Centennial for Colin Keir on lane one. Yes, during the open, like in 1989. Yeah. Yeah. Trials. Yeah. You had you had scorekeepers down at the yeah, like manual scorekeeping. Oh yeah, we had, we had the overheads. Kate, back it up, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah, we had the overhead projector ones. Is what we had. Wow. Yeah. Before all these guys. Like dating yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's okay. I couldn't do math at that point in my life, so. No, yeah, well, you would have been in diapers still. So yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And then getting into some of the adult years, you guys would have played in some opens and some masters together. And uh, you got any good stories about uh, your friend there that you can share? That's PG or not PG uh -oh. that you can still share. I have plenty of stories, but most of them are probably not appropriate. However, <laughs> there is one that I will never forget. When we were oh national Newfoundland, <laughs> we we weren't doing the greatest. We had a rough first day. Second day, we come along and we're all sitting on the bench, just BSing, trying to get some team chemistry. And sitting on the bench, Stacy goes up to get on the lane, and she's got a pack of gum stuck to her ass. <laughs> Someone had put a pack of gum on the bench with their gum, chewed gum on top of it. Stacy <laughs> sat on it and got up the lane. That was our game changer. Like that completely changed us. And we didn't even have to play the last day. It was like that changing. It was yeah. pretty crazy. We laughed for days to this day. It's never, never, never. never. Yeah, literally a pack of gum stuck to her ass when she was standing. Stuck to my, like a flag. Not just a piece of gum. It was the whole pack <laughs> of gum. Yeah, it was pretty. Cool. I thought I was up on the ball. My turn. That's we're dying. Like, we're laughing so hard we couldn't stop. And we're like, Stacy, don't go, Stacy. She's like, what? What the hell was wrong with you guys? That Diane was just in tears. She was laughing so hard. Oh my god. I was like, yeah. 
But yeah. we won, you guys. See, I just had to sit in some gum and turn it around. Yeah. <laughs> it turned everything around. It was just the whole team was, we were loose and throwing strikes like nobody's business. Yeah, Nothing bonds you better than something like that. Oh, it's the, it's the small things, but the funniest. I don't think I've ever had an experience yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? It might have been Tracy's Lynn. Yeah, that's what we were going to ask is whose gum was it? Right? Who planted you know, yeah, exactly. it? That was my pack of gum. Right. Well, yeah. exactly. But who does that in a bowling alley, first of all? <laughs> yeah. Jen, Jen looks as guilty as anybody right now. Yeah, yeah. she she planted it from the beginning. The truth is out. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a weight off her shoulders. I just <laughs> no I had to admit. I wouldn't have been that clever. I mean, it definitely would have been my team. It would have been on someone else. Right? That was the last Masters I bowled. That was it. It yep. did me. I we won the gold, and I couldn't go back. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> that was Masters in Newfoundland. Yeah. Yep. How was that after party? Well, I can tell you that Jennifer and I did not go whale watching the next day. <laughs> no, we walked uphill and uphill more to go see your nana. <laughs> to go to my nanny's house. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else was barfing on the boat. But we didn't go. We were smart. <laughs> yeah. Right. You missed the boat. Or, or too hung <laughs> over to get on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> or we missed it for sure. <laughs> what? How many times have uh, you guys played together on some of these teams? Probably so, 10 or 12 times. Yeah. Little little bucket list. I mean, that's something to, to play again in, on teams. I mean, obviously, it's... Uh, the, the well, we both have to play the same event, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. She plays the open, I play masters. <laughs> the likelihood right. is probably very slim, but yeah, it would be ideal to play again with her and Pam oh, and Tracy Goldsworth. Yeah. And oh, yeah. yeah, there's definitely some good memories for maybe sure. The trade, maybe we have to allow trades in the front in the protein league, right? Oh, there you go. Right? Maybe there's some transfer fees or something Ooh. that you can Andrew can transfer you. Right? right? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's all right. You guys have already made it complicated enough as it is. This is what we can't talk about, remember? Jennifer and I say it's too complicated. Yeah. Oh, you got, what happened to the Pro League that was started off so simple? <laughs> I don't nothing, think it's nothing ever ends simple. Yeah. It's the people's league. It's the people's league. You come with ideas, you put it out there. It's messy, man. Yeah. They don't it's come not messy yet. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We, <laughs> we have to build a schedule around everybody else's time that they can't make it. And then you'll yeah. be asking, oh, can I add another player? Can I add another player? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Jennifer is going to be there 100% of the time because I said. Oh, yeah. They told me they were going to run me to the ground is what they said. That's <laughs> facing to you. That's what that is. <laughs> Stacy's not allowed to make that poll, right? <laughs> no. Well, I'm not gonna if you run to. with yeah, if you run with one girl, then she has no choice. That's right. She's got to play the That's whole time. What they said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were girl for Jen can play all the time. Exactly, we were we were in the same boat too, but we're looking at having another girl with the seventh. So, yeah. <laughs> What about any uh, any any story about Rich? When do you remember meeting that guy? He's you know been around a few years too. What's 
no oh. change there because of course rich you don't play masters then masters now opens back in the day no either hey no and yeah. coca-colas would have been way too far back to <laughs> even remember what happened back then yeah but i do get the bowl with jennifer and kevin for the first time on this pro tour league it's kind of it's kind of neat for me anyways i've never gotten to bowl on a team with either of them yet so it's gonna be fun yeah, that's true yeah, yeah. But what about you? Probably against him in uh, autumn open, um, you know, in the fifteens or in the in the finals, right? Playing against Red. yeah, right. She beat me. I'm pretty sure every time, every time, every single time. Oh, you've got the stats. You, you, you. Stacy, don't Stacy knows it all, right? I know it's all, <laughs> it's all in the memory bank. I, I should not be fair. That was a fair. I'm okay against that. I couldn't tell you two years ago, so. <laughs> I could tell you a lot of female stats. I feel like I, I feel like I pay more attention, and 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 there's some of you guys that really don't really do that well bowling against females. Let's say, like you know, on a regular basis. Sorry, so Stacy, you just mentioned the stats, a girl against girls. Is that what you know more? Is that what you're saying? I, I probably like I would know more like I would know more female stats than than bowling against men, right? Like. But is there it, anyone in particular you want to right. call out? Give us a stat. It's, uh, it sounds like you've got people in mind. So I like. Well, I, I feel like there's probably a few people that are maybe not as good against people like Jennifer than you oh. would be against Tim and Dexter bowling against each other. Let's say, right? I think it's a fair point. I I do yeah, one that I don't play as well uh, typically against women. Um, as I do against men. I remember, I mean, an old story, Jen, Jennifer, we were a marshal back in the day, but we're talking green and gold back in like 1994, right? And I was a YBC guy and I was like, I'll play you for $5 a game. Well, she beat me 12 out of 12 games. <laughs> right, you know, but uh, yeah, you're. it's a good point, Stacy. right? It's, totally. it's it's definitely challenging. You guys find that too, Dex? Like you, and why is that? You don't want to lose, or it's just I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't honestly know if I paid attention. I don't know. I, I go out and I, like, especially in the singles, you know, I, I just kind of go about my own thing all the time, and I don't really pay attention to anything. I'm just literally out there throwing a ball. So I don't know. Mm. I know I lost. To, I know I lost against. Shauna and Bev, I'm pretty sure, at Autumn Open this or at the Autumn whatever celebration this year. I lost to a lot of people, though. So, <laughs> and a but, shirt. Yeah, and a shirt. I don't think it's the fact that it's a female, let's say, like uh, in, in the sense that you don't want to lose to a female. I just think it's harder for men to maybe carry on the same like strict focus that you would against another guy, right? I think maybe men think that they, they can maybe pull things off a little bit differently. And there's so many top females that are playing right now that uh, it's it's very easy to pick out. I guess I pick it out because I'm usually there watching, right? I feel like my kids are bowling now, Rich is bowling, so I see things more. And, and the definite women's side of it, it, it's starting to show a lot more, right? So hmm. – no, I, I don't know. I, to me, to me, I think if you make the top sixteen at Autumn Open, you all deserve to play there. So they're, they're all they're all pretty tough. But yeah, I, 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 I personally never felt that way. I mean, I but I've I've 
I, I've never really looked into it that way. If I'm, but uh, but yeah. I've I've no, I've known I've lost to a fair chunk of women and I've lost to a fair chunk of guys before. But I think that'd be kind of neat to look yeah. back. I don't think I have all my autumn open books, but I think it'd be neat to look back and see um, exactly those stats. But uh, I don't look at it that way either. Yeah. I'm I'm playing against somebody that made the cut. I need to beat them in order to win the tournament. So. I don't but, think it's yeah. something that a man would admit, and not admit it in a, like a bad way. I just uh, like I, I I don't think that maybe men just don't notice it, right? But you can see a you can see a little bit of a shift, right? Yeah. Like Stacy. But what I will say though is that men will notice it soon as as somebody like yourself will say it, though, <laughs> right? Because as soon as somebody says, "Oh yeah, you, you know what I." Or like Stacy, you come up to me and say, you know, you haven't beat Jen ever, and I was like, oh, I never thought about it. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, fuck, she has my number, right? Well, now, maybe, now, maybe now it's in my head for a reason, Tim. Now it's in my head. Now, now it's psychology, right? But it's, well, Jen uh, has like hundreds of people's numbers, so it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I've never ever thought about it that way. But yeah, it, it's 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 I, I've seen it. I, I've seen it on tour that way. We're certain people, but for me, I, I haven't. But yeah, I've seen so, it though. During the pro team league, does that, I mean, as a manager or as a player, does that change your thought of who you're playing against? Would you, you know, in a, in a spot or, hey, I might play Jen against Daryl because I know Daryl can't play against Jen. And I'm using 100%. that. In right? Yeah. 100%. I, I, being a manager, 100%. I know. Well, I'm fortunate enough that I bowled with Jen for so long. Like, I mean, I mean, Jennifer and I have been very good friends for so many years that uh, I, I know kind of where it was. She can bowl anywhere, but I know where it's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, Neat. Yeah. No, I think it's a. It's definitely it's a it's a good strategy and it's a conversation. Um, you know, is is you know, men playing the ladies and it? Do they men play differently when they're playing ladies? Right, yeah. you know, the ladies play differently depending on who they're playing against. I think everybody plays a little bit differently depending who you're playing against. I, I think that's a huge part too, right? Like, um, I know maybe on the WCB tour it might not be so prevalent because obviously it's uh, a lot more men play those events. But when a lady makes the cut and they're playing them against the men, I think they obviously they they feel the need to step up the way they're playing too, right? And uh, let's face it, they put the boots to guys a lot more often than the guys probably put the boots to the girls. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but to be honest with you, like if you look at the field, there's a lot of certain people out there that we all have each other's numbers somehow over over the course of our career. I mean, I, I look at I look at the list and I say, thank God that Gary Barrett's not there for our team because I mean Adam Weber could not be <laughs> Gary Barrett if our yeah. life depended on it, right? Yeah. Right, and then and that, that goes a long ways. I have a person out of South. If you look at my open record, I am 0 and 15 against this person, and I do not want to speak of his name because it's kind of embarrassing. But he he somehow beats me every single time I play against him. Is it JK? <laughs> It is. It is. It is Jerry Kind. I can't be Jerry Kind if my life depended on it. And it's nothing against Jerry, but I can't be Jerry Kind. And he goes, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I, I and you know what? They and they pair me up against him, and I still can't beat him, right? And it's just you have those certain people you just can't beat, and it's I can shoot a three hundred against him. He shoots three thirty, right? And it just you have those certain people. Um, you don't shoot three hundred at him though. 
No, I don't. But I, I was really hoping you go with me on that one. But yeah. but you but, don't. But it does. It it will affect the managers uh, for sure. If you're a home, you don't want to be putting those people against those other people. I think, right? And yeah. I and I think Stacy has prime example where she can set Jen against certain people. And I know Brett talked about somebody like Karen Armstrong, and that's another prime example that you could you could set that person up against somebody like that. Or well, if it doesn't just Robert and Jen Baker. Person, it might throw off two or three, right? Because now you're I'm worried about Tim not being able to play Jerry. So now I gotta okay, I gotta protect him a bit. So then I start pushing a bit. So yeah, it's a it's a valid point. You know, well, I, I I would never say you protect me over him, but I just but I just no, in I, my head I, I, old, I, I, I just yeah, I just I just need number win. I just need number one. I just need number one. That's what I need. Oh, and fifteen. You need protection. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm excited for this elite league or this pro league or whatever you want to call it because I'm excited to be on a mixed team. Like I, I played one mixed team in Youth Challenge back in the day, and that is the only time I've ever done it. And I am super excited Dex- to actually. This is Dexter's humble brag because he's too yeah. good this and always is, makes no, it. No, I even. I, Sorry, I the mixed team, and it's not half and half. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's really not a mixed team. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's two, and I mean, it's, you it's might have another club with two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a boys' club with a, with a girl with us. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <well. laughs> it's close to a mixed team. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited for it because it's something I haven't done in the adults, and and no, it isn't a humble brag, Carrie. It's I'm either good, good for a weekend for the open, and I make the team, or I'm absolute dog shit and I miss it by a mile. It's, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited for it, and you know, I get to play with Carrie, who I've never played on an actual like team team besides like league, and I get to play with Katie for the same reasons, and uh, yeah, super excited. And a little bit for you too, right, Jen? Um, you know, you've got some guys that you you haven't played mixed either. Um, you know, one so now you're right with yeah, one, one time. time, right? So it's a little bit different for you getting a chance to play. You know, and, and these guys, right? I'm here to play alongside you. So, and and Rich gets to make a team. So, <laughs> yeah, I made a team. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even don't worry, Carrie's in the same boat. He started this league so he could play in something competitive. Why, why do you think I pushed so hard? Well, Jen, any any last comments? I know we'll uh, we'll let you go. It's Mark's birthday, and you got the kids there. Any last comments? Here, on, on yeah, Steve? no, I'm. I guess we'll wait and see when we can actually launch this tour. And I'm pretty excited. Like I said I've not played with any of them to be honest with you i've played against them but i've never actually played on a team with them so yeah i think it'll be a lot of fun we had talked a little bit earlier about having a, a drop in singles event even right just to get some some action playing with some of the bowlers uh and supporting the houses so maybe that's something that we'll even run in december um before we can do the protein league so get, get people out there bowling again and playing eight game blocks and having something to play for it'll be fun yeah <laughs> Okay, well, this is your chance to take a shot at uh, at Stacy and, and Rich if you want to, you know, give a good dig or you know. Oh, really? No, just don't have it in me. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm beyond digs. I'm too old for that. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate Thank your you. time, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you later. Keep safe yeah, and have a good Christmas, guys. Good chat, Jen. Thanks. Wow.
Speaking about humble brags, Dexter, um, Stacy Rich, I want to go into some of your adult, um, you know, careers. Obviously, with the Open and the Masters. I mean, Stacy, we've got a bio here, and you know, six Open Nationals, right? Um, you've been five Masters uh, Nationals. Um, do you remember some of those uh, and who you would have played with? I mean, I know it's a few years, but I mean, you do have, uh, like, like even Bev said, you know, you've had a pretty extraordinary career. Um, I haven't bowled personally yourself the last little bit, but I mean, you were you were dominating as far as all those those winning teams there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Then I had kids, so then I didn't bowl anymore. But because <laughs> I did a lot of that between nineteen and probably like twenty five, but I had some really, really, really good teams. Like Masters teams were really, really good. Uh, the first Masters team. Tracy Smith was pregnant with CJ. Debbie Boswell was on that team. Pam and Jen. And Lynn Howell was our coach. We weren't very good. Jennifer was really good. Pam was really good. The rest of us were not very good. Um, my, what, what was my gold medal teams? We had the same team in Masters for three years in a row, I think, which is, like, extremely unheard of. The same five women, right? So... It was uh, Tracy Shipka, Diane Violini, Pam, Tracy Smith, and myself. We won in 2002. And then again, that team with Jennifer, which was uh, a really unbelievable. Uh, I'll toot our horn for on this team. It was Tracy Holzer, Tracy Smith, Diane, Jen, and myself. And I think four out of five of us average over 265. Like it, it, it was crazy. I'll, I'll shout out to Tracy Holzer because she wasn't she was close, but she probably had five or six headpins a game. But that was that team was unbelievable. That you couldn't ask for a better team than yeah. than that, right? Like and and to go in and win, and we and we won solidly after gun after I sat on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's so true. Uh, my open teams have generally, I mean, like we're, we're pretty fortunate in Calgary. We have a good group of, of ladies here. So, you know, usually Annette's always around on there. Debbie's either on or coaching. Jen doesn't bowl anymore. Uh, Melinda. Jen. Jen Ladan, yeah, no kidding. And her and I have been together since YBC. Mm. Um, I know I'm probably forgetting lots of people, but. I'm very thankful for all like the time that I had, you know, I, I, I wish I was there. Like, how could I forget about Bev? I bowled so many tournaments with her too and Dina, but I, I wish I could be there more now. Cause I, I think I understand and I respect bowling more now than, than I did probably when I was younger, like younger was just about, you know, like get in there and, and just like a killer mentality. And, and, you know, you have ice running through your veins where now I maybe stress out a little bit more, but I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing the people where, I mean, I, like even you and I, Daryl, have gone. We've we've known each other since YBC, right? So the majority of our friends, we've known for thirty plus years, right? So that's what means more to me than. So I like to be there so I can see people, but now I'm just a little tiny bit older. Yeah, it's a good point about respecting the game a little bit more as we're older. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and you know, in the moment, I think that we all think that we 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 totally do. Um, but as you get older, it, it means a little bit more. You start to think about things a little bit deeper. Um, but you're right. In the moment, it was just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. It's yeah. coming natural. But as you it get older. It's natural then. Now I think yeah. it's worse. It's harder now, right? Like I watch, 
even watching Michaela bowl now, like she's so good at 13, 14 years old. And like just to be in that kind of a prime is, is would be crazy. Where now it's it's a lot of work now. Like we we probably should practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe change your line. You might have changed your line a little bit. Yeah. And maybe volleyball. Maybe change the volleyball. Yeah. Something. But a couple of things for you, Stacey, is I got here a note that you're on TSN. So what right? was what was that experience like? Black Saturday, we'll call it. Jennifer's probably laughing so hard right now because we actually had to play each other. Oh and really? First match. Uh, in the very first match of the whole entire show, uh, and it was it we split five five. I had two hundred one. She had two twenty five. It was it was the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my entire life. I feel like and the night before I dreamt I didn't pull a hundred. Like <laughs> it's terrifying, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, there there's a lot of things that were kind of like messed up there. But I'll tell you what a good group of we were probably one of the last shows that was in. We went to Richmond in Ontario, and there was a lot of like Michelle Foyle, Steve Cummings, Harvey, uh, Bonnie. There were so many good people. We had a pretty good time there. It was good. Just you know, didn't pan out very well. <laughs> no, it's a tough when you're you know, five five. But uh, and then uh, a national classified. We got hey, a little plug for the proprietor events here. Who was it, Tim? Did you go? I I went in 20, 2015, I went. It was awesome. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, I went in two thousand four, and it was it was quite a different experience, right? Yeah. I mean, same year that I won the Masters Nationals with Jen and them too. So you're going from like a crazy tournament division to uh, yeah. like like a group of ladies who like at one point one of my teammates turned around she's like I don't know what foot to start with and I was like yeah. hmm, what the hell yeah you do <laughs> <laughs> what we, I don't know how you do like, we so, play yeah. push her and see what foot goes forward <laughs> so we played we played in uh Toronto and uh our and our team came in last by far. And then I and then I had fly home for three days and I flew back for Masters Nationals in Hamilton for singles. And it was quite the experience because as Stacy can attest, my class one bowler was throwing gutter balls. I think his first game was 90. And and, and you're playing with them. And then it just in the class, my class two bowler, um, Frank, he had to have a hernia surgery. And so he was struggling. And then I was with Jason Frakowski and Chris Drover, and it was a good time. But you can, and you're allowed to drink at nationals too, yeah. so the, the 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 bar is flowing, and you're having a good time. And and then uh, I said, hey, so I posted after we came in eighth, eighth best in the country. Everybody's like, you came in last. I was like, well, uh, yeah, I know we came in last, but but it was it was a hoot. It was a totally different experience, right, Stacy? And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the most fun I've ever had at a nationals. But yeah. Challenging, <laughs> yeah. Ever yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there's there's 90s. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no lung courtesy. There's people yeah. uh, using your bowling balls. There's <laughs> uh, and people maybe drinking a little bit more than maybe some other people would drink. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like when you know when you go, maybe I don't think that we do it so much as adults anymore. But like if you're at YBC Nationals, we would hand out like. You would trade like goodie bags and stuff. Yeah. So we did yeah. this for the National Classified, and Jamie Sox was uh, playing out of, uh, I don't know if it was Saskatchewan or Manitoba, I think Saskatchewan. Yeah. And, and Saskatchewan ladies gave us like a box full of condoms. Yeah. Your trading thing. Like I had two grandmas on my team. <laughs> like, <laughs> more for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Jennifer back. Ask her about this because she drove out with my dad to watch me play it. It was fun. That wow. is awesome. That's so yeah. it, it was a good. Uh, and on a side note of it, my class one lady still bowls, and now she would be a class four lady. Like that's her how much like, she increased. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great time. Yeah. yeah. Final uh final humble brag for you moment, uh Stacey, is how many medals, national medals have you earned? 16, 15, 16? 15, 16? Crazy. I think That's I've been awesome. 17 nationals. Awesome. And I think I have 15 medals. That's and the awesome. medals are silver. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would say I get a gold one for Michaela when she won their nationals, but I didn't do that bowling, so. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's a lot of medals, so congrats to you on the yeah. fine career there. Bowling has been very generous to me in so many ways, so. Very thankful for it. Right? Let's over to you, Rich. Um, this is the grill session for you now. We're putting you on the spot, and it's it's all right. No, <laughs> no man. Let's, uh, let, let, you you've obviously adult ranks and some of the open nationals, and uh, you know even you know I think you won you know city champs a couple of times in the qualifying, which is no small feat. So let's talk about some of your open um, your winnings. Yeah, for open spin, I actually I, I wish maybe back in the day I would have tried or played the Masters, just never got into it, but. I hear bowling with like Bruce Mortar was like incredible. So that's kind of past now. But anyone that's bowled with him has said it's like unbelievable to bowl with that guy, right? So that's yeah. one of the regrets of not doing that. But uh, the Open, I've gotten to go to Nationals now four times. Uh, 2001, we got to go on the mixed team with Stacy and <laughs> Debbie Boswell and Derek Holm. That was a seven-player mixed team. It was, yeah. We had the two yeah. full players. Yeah. So we qualified third, I think, and then we lost. And we came fourth. So we came fourth on that one. But the, the very next year, we got to go on the mixed team uh, to Winnipeg. And my mom got put on the team because there was an injury, I think, Shelly? Yeah, I think she had to pull out. So my mom gets to go on the team, and we got to go to Nationals in Winnipeg, and we won gold. So That's fun. Wow. That was pretty neat in 2002. And then 2007 was Sudbury, and we got to bowl with Adam. Mm -hmm. And it was so hot there. I remember there was like glistening, like, you know, you get that sweat on the lanes and the balls and all that. It was so humid there. And we finished like sixth or seventh or something. <laughs> and then and then one more time in 2011, we, we, we made it on the mixed team, but we finished like fifth or sixth as well. So, But how many teams overall have you made Calgary Open teams? Uh, Probably seven or eight open teams, I'd say, and then four times to the nationals. Yeah, it's a pretty good percentage of going to nationals when you're on a team, right? I mean, yeah. and to make it eight times even out of any zone is is a is a pretty good. Yeah. It's resume. a blast. It can meet so many people, and it's kind of fun being on a mixed team. There's not as much. It seems like the mixed teams kind of have more fun. I don't know why it is. It's just usually if you see the mixed teams, they're joking more than like an all men's team or an all female there's team for drama. some reason. Yeah, there's no drama at all. A little bit looser, I would say, playing on a you know on a mixed team. You can you can freewheel a little bit more. Yeah. Where I feel like the, a men's team or a ladies team, you got to be on your game and sharp, and you're everybody's hitting oh, yeah. together, and you, you're there for business. Whereas you're right, you're, you're a little bit more you know loose and flexible with the with the mixed yeah. team. Yeah, I agree for sure. Now, what about uh, you know WCBT events? Um, you know, Stacy, you know. Bold in a few cash tournaments here and there, but Rich, primarily you, you've the Open had a pretty good run here, making the you know the cut many times, making it to 16s. Can you talk? Is that your that's your favorite tournament, or it's kind of the only one 
we ever traveled to. We were so busy with the, the kids and ball and all that kind of stuff that usually that's about the only tournament I do. Yeah. Lately, I've gone to the TPC a couple times, which is a blast up there. Uh, when I was younger, we'd go to Saskatoon. We'd do that one in Regina quite a bit. But as you get older, just different priorities kind of happen, right? So okay. usually the autumn, yeah, the kids a little bit. But Autumn Open's always been the one I've always liked going to for some reason. Probably because it's here in Calgary. There's no travel <laughs> hotels. All that extra expense too, right? So Yeah, for sure. But, but you remember some of the better finishes you've had at the Open or at the Autumn Open and some of those guys that you – Oh. Um, what, what's your best finish there? Only one. I, I came third once. That was when I think Miller won it. Miller and then Adam. And then I got third on that one. Okay. Usually I've made it, but I haven't shot my best. So, you know, you cruise into 13th or 14th or whatever, right? So, <laughs> here's Rich's humble fly. I feel like he bowls against you guys and he just likes you guys so much that he just can't get well, enough to bowl. No, no. Rich, Rich was a dink one year and I was sitting like second or third going into the last game and had a chance maybe to catch Adam on an outside one year. And then he shoots 380 against me. And absolutely, and it makes me go like fifth and I lose Calcutta money. So, so you yeah. can't beat any weather. Oh. No, I know I could beat Stacy because she's a girl. So don't even worry about oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? 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 Chicken wing? I don't. I don't. Michaela, I'll play against you. No, you Michaela. I'm not, I'm not even worried about that. I do remember one time in the open though. Remember, hey, Carrie, remember that one? You started like ten or eleven bagger, and then pocket aces. Is that against Rich? Was that against Rich? What was that? Four twenty or four thirty or something? Uh, I don't know. It was ten bagger pocket aces. And then the uh, next match, I bowl against Miller, and he had like 390, I think. So like an 800 and some double against me, so that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I knew I had to step up against you, Rich. That's all I had. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I just yeah, heard that he wanted to talk about was him versus Adam, maybe sometimes in the autumn. So I've had good luck against Adam for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but. Usually it's because we're bowling on, what's the lane, 15, no, 6, or 17 and 8. 17, 17. 8, out of 8, that lane, and it always seems to be the lane we're bowling against each other on. So I'm yeah. sure we're going to get a text or something come on the bottom of the screen here, but I've had good luck with Adam. Have you not had like an ongoing stat line against uh, Adam of your career matches? I haven't kept track of it, but I think I'm actually up head-to-head -head on that tournament, especially on that set. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. This, <laughs> this sounds like a baseball stat, eh? You know, he's like, you know, he, he's five and one against him when it's cloudy outside, and you know, <laughs> it's past five p.m. Or... Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to ask you something about a message about nationals. Apparently, you guys were late, and uh, you had to your alarm missed. Where were you at Nationals? You missed your alarm on the first day, and uh, we, we invited Derek home, but he wasn't able to make it. So, but he, he oh, wondered. Yeah. We asked the story about uh, having to go a little bit speedy to get to the lane. Yeah, no, it was 2001, right, yeah, Hamilton, and, and I'm rooming with Derek, and all of a sudden we slept in or missed the alarm or something like that, and we woke up and we literally had like half an hour to get to this bowling alley, which is probably about a half an hour away. 
We were both. I think we were in Hamilton, staying downtown. We were both in a So I decided. Still, I think Derek must have phoned the cab. So I decided to hop in the shower, get a quick shower in before we <laughs> left. And all of a sudden, the, the cabbie shows up, and we're giving him tons of money. He's speeding through all these places in Hamilton. We get there. We had time to spare. We had like two or three minutes to warm up and everything. Oh my god! I can't even tell you how bad our coach. Our coach is Rick Wilson. Yeah. You had to get a cab. Did you feel like you were in an amazing race? We were going <laughs> we were going so fast. I can't remember how much we tipped the guy, but we were asked Derek when you see him next. We were going uh, so fast in that cab. There was not yeah. very many Rich or Derek fans on our team. We made it in time. Never panic. <laughs> hey, that's my thing. Never panic. Never panic. <laughs> Nineteen years <laughs> later, he's still defending. Yeah. 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 Didn't he almost miss a flight too? The, the next day to banquet? Or then the, the morning, I think he almost missed a flight to the flight home. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe. Derek said Derek, he said something about that. There was a possibility that we almost didn't make it on our flight the morning after. Derek, can we just say those flights home after a national championship? Oh yeah, terrible. Yeah, broke me the extra day, man. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. The yeah, the key. The key is not to panic. So, hey, that's the key. Never panic. We made it. <laughs> I even got. I even got a shower in. We were good. Derek, <laughs> the fact that he got in the shower. I wish Derek could be on here right now because Derek would still be pissed <laughs> that Rich got in the shower. <laughs> hey? Those are four days in the pits. Yeah. Like, you it wasn't yeah, opening. Respect, man. Jump in there, clean the clean the yeah. armpits, and jump yeah. out. I get it. Yeah. Exactly. But no, um, it's all good times. Good memories, eh? <laughs> Stacy, let's give you a minute or two here. I know you've mentioned your daughter Michaela a couple of times, so let's chat about how wonderful and great your kids are in bowling and all. They're going to be the next best pros, and let's give you the moment okay. to brag away at them. Okay. I know Michaela's sitting right there next to you, and she wants you to say something nice about her and. Right, so. Wow, 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 wow. I don't even know. I'm yeah. here. I'm actually the best bowler in our household. <laughs> <laughs> and and my, my brother, uh, I don't know if you guys know his name. Um, Is it Mar Marcy? Uh, Mar 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 no, no, yes, Marcelo, Marcelo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna cause a war in my house. Right Who's now. better? Uh, no, me. No, get out. Uh, <laughs> this, this happened yesterday. We talked about it. Who's better? Who? who oh, we're, we're, we're losing viewers now. Exactly. <laughs> who would be better for money? And I, we, I say it's Martello. Because they have played each other a few times for money. And Martello's... No, he did not. It didn't matter. It wasn't about that. So, I think it's Martello. But I think that Michaela... I mean, she's little and she's like averaging 250 something right so this is Caleb Martell too much like no <laughs> that is Martell's dad from Edmonton yes yeah. <laughs> you know I think it's uh like you guys said you know DB your your kids don't bowl right so when you're when you're watching your kids bowl and, and follow through on things that you got to do too it's a extra kind of cool now I know what my parents felt like, right? Because my dad was like, you know, super good back in in the day in that. So it, it's kind of neat. Uh, I sometimes don't agree with things, but you know, when you prove yourself over and over, I guess you can get away with some bullshit. Yeah. I won't ever coach her again. I would like to put her on that pro league team 
and have her as our girl. But she's 14, and I don't know if I could coach her ever again. <laughs> well, it's exciting to see that the next generation is coming up, and obviously to have somebody related to their bowlers and, and to see that it, it's cool. So, you know, we wish them the best and keep on rolling. And um, as, as much as we joke, I do want to say Marcello is a fantastic bowler. He is awesome. I don't, I don't want to leave him out of this conversation. He is really, really good. And he deserves a lot of praise too. Um, as much as we give him a hard time, he's yeah. fantastic. Um, he likes it. And, and he looks up to all you guys so much, right? Like when we, when we talk about events and he had like for um, the heritage tournament, like they had like a, a, like a four player team with like people from all over the country that are bowling with him, but they're all redheads. Like it, he, he looks up to all of you guys, right? Like he does something on Monday nights and then he'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll tell Tim the next day because he'll ask me to, right? Or, yeah. or like he, yeah. he he's bowling well. Like he's he's just short of 250 on Monday night too because Toppler's easy this year. I'm not saying that's why, but it's pretty easy. <laughs> we've, uh, we've got to tell you, we've always really enjoyed him. Um, always, he's always been super friendly, super respectful. I've always looked forward to seeing him. I remember randomly walking through a... Oh, my face is all messed up on here. It's not moving anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll fix that in a second. I remember walking through West Emmett Mall randomly, and I was leaving, and then I just got randomly punched by somebody, and I was like, <laughs> what? And it's West Emmett Mall, so at this point, I was like, am I going to get shanked? And I look up, and it's it's Marcello. I was like, yeah. what? It's the most random thing ever. But no, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they're your your kids are definitely part of the family, and we absolutely enjoy having them around. That's awesome. Well, he gets that punching thing from Rich. Yeah, we punch each other a little bit. No, no, we encourage. You punch me. <laughs> yeah. Final question. We'll wrap things up here. Is what's bucket list? What's uh, what do you guys? What's next? Or what do you want to still accomplish? What's what's left to do here for for bowling for you both? Well, I'd like uh, to, go ahead. I'd like I'd like to do one more national event yeah. for the Open somewhere. Yeah. It'd be cool to make the same team with Stace again for like a twenty year reunion if we can. Yeah both bowl good enough to make the team, but a national event is so much prestige if you can make it there, right? Because it's so yeah. tough to get out of Alberta, no matter which category, right? Mm -hmm. You know, cash event, obviously, you know, that side of things. Oh, yeah, cash event, yeah, that'd be, you know, you play gotta be a couple more. Cash events now. Be good, but you, mean, you know, maybe playing a little bit more, you know, go once we can, you know, maybe there's the Regina tournament or a couple of these mm. other tournaments that, to get out to play, right? How about yeah. you, Stacey? I think that option is there for us a little bit more now that the kids are older, but they'll, they'll play in the events as well, right? So, you know, obviously I would like to uh, be a part of, and and sometimes my bucket list includes coaching. So, because I feel like, you know, I, I have a lot to offer now after being around for a couple of years and seeing things. But, you know, I would like to have maybe, you know, one day have the opportunity to play with one of my kids on a team or or even my brother right like it would be it would be cool like david's still around and and, and bowling well too so it would be cool to have like how many you know kind of sanderson's can we put together sanderson weberson's whatever right like so that would be kind of the you know the thing i mean everybody i think always would like to bowl a perfect game and if i did i would never bowl again because that would be like the end of only special people bowl perfect games at toppler 
carry. I think everyone says that they'd, they'd never bowl again if they got a perfect game, eh? But we know lots of people that have a perfect game and are still bowling. Yeah, Sean yeah, Smith. They're, they're overrated. Guy. He said, "Yeah, I'm going to throw one. Throw one. I'm never going to play again." And then he continued to play. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's bowling a topper, right? I mean, yeah. There, there, there was a Weber in 2017 that told me that he was going to win gold and uh, he was going to quit, and we all wished he did, and he didn't. Oh, there he is. Um, yeah. Well, this yeah. is the most we've talked to Adam in months, and it's just on the podcast. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we got a story for you after. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, no good, guys. If anything else, um, any other final comments as we wrap up here? I mean, obviously, pleasure to, to have – you know, the Calgary couple on the show and, um, you know, get some insight. We're happy to have you. You know, I just, I, I really think that it's not said enough to you guys. Like, it, and I know that there's a lot of things out there right now for the Wisemans and Sherwood, but like Carrie, like Doobie, like there's a lot of people out here that are really pushing to make bowling uh, the research again, right. To make the competitive side of it again, but to get it back popular to maybe, you know, try and get it on TV or streaming it or whatever. And, and the bowling centers that are falling in line with it and, and the bowlers that are supporting it. And sometimes, you know, it's not always easy, right? Like sometimes I think we feel like we're just like, you know, in a mixing pot and we're nothing's, we're not moving up in the world. Right. But it really is like coming from, from a perspective of somebody who's been here for a long time and, and coming talking to my dad about it, right? Like my dad thinks it's incredible what you guys are yeah, doing, guys do right? Crazy good work. And and it means a lot to every proprietor, right? Like what you guys are doing helps us in our own bowling centers. So we, you know, a lot of thank yous to you guys for for putting all this time in because it's not it's not just a little amount of time. It's a lot, right? So thank you very much. Mm -hmm. A little comment on that and I appreciate those comments. Obviously I'm just jumping on board here late with these guys. So I I don't nearly get any as much credit as these guys but something that we've noticed everybody that's even watching is subscribers to youtube um what we really want to look at is how do we increase the participation in multiple mediums and youtube is definitely an opportunity to go larger and with ad revenue we all know that but what youtube requires is subscribers so have your kids go to the WCBT channel and to the five pin universe channel and subscribe. It doesn't mean they have to watch all the videos, just subscribe. So then we'll start to push the YouTube side. So share that with as many people as you can is subscribers um, and liking the pages and, and those types of mediums so that we can continue to do things like this and to earn some revenue and to keep on going. So uh, there's definitely a future and, and happy to be a part of it. And proprietors are definitely a big part of it too. So. We, we, yeah. we like doing them. I like doing them. Um, you know, seems to be a Wednesday night, sort of alternating from a podcast to a, a match, sort of bowling side of things. Uh, mm -hmm. But happy to take suggestions on different types of shows that you want to see or what kind of segments do you want to see in the show. Um, you know, we're here for the people, too, and put on an entertaining show and talk about things that people want to hear about. So subscribe away, like away, sub, you know, sign up to the Patreon um, you know, the, the more that other people can support us in the things that we do, then the more that we can do. So, yeah, for sure. And, and nobody wants to hear, um, us pat ourselves on the back or anything like that, but I just want to give a huge shout out to you, DB coming on and, mm -hmm. uh, help running the agenda on these things. Uh, you keep us on track and you keep the show flowing. And yeah. obviously you've been a large part of marketing for a large part of your, your career, and you're definitely helping us out that way. And to the Wiseman twins. You guys have stuck through this for 77 podcasts and 
all the challenges and everything. Um, this was just something small we started. I asked the Wisemans and Weber and I think Johnny at the time, just, hey, you guys want to get together and start a podcast? And we all thought it was going to be a big joke and flop after two things. But it's definitely grown into something. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it and see it grow to what it what it's being um like right now this has been going on for an hour and 50 minutes and we still have 27 people just sitting listening to us um there was a lot more at the start of the show obviously a lot more conversation going on this is more kind of at the end but um it's unreal you guys don't pay your guests do you uh that would be a negative sir we, we don't, don't pay, pay ourselves, ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Here, yeah. let me give you the lint out of my pocket, Rich. My God. <laughs> and good point, David Cisco. Get a YouTuber to raid the podcast. Yeah, I mean, Carrie got the shout out from Jason Belmonte. Uh, that was a pretty cool thing, right? So little things like this, yeah, there's lots of ideas. And 2021 is going to be even even bigger and better. So keep firing the ideas over to us. Uh, we'll reach out. Um, there's the, the Brad and Kyle that are the 10-pinner um, guys, yeah. right, the YouTubers. Um, there, there's, there's a, there's a long way to go up, uh, and we're just gonna, we're just, we're at the bottom right now. We're gonna, we try to make something out of it. So, totally. the more you share, the more you like, the more you subscribe, the, the, the more we can do. Perfect, awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, you're more than welcome to stay on for after the show for a quick discussion. We do have a story to tell you. Yeah. Um, and for everybody else, we will see you, talk to you next week. <laughs>